Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Wrestling Connection podcast. My name is Glenn. I am joined by my good personal friend, Chris. And today, ladies and jelly spoons, we are feeling festive. That's right, everyone. This is our Christmas special. And Chris, a Merry Christmas to you. The date is December the 20, 23rd? 22nd? 20th. What is this? 20th. The 20th. Yes. 20th. Oh, God, I've eaten too many chocolates in my advent calendar, if that's the case. <laughs> um, but Chris, I don't know about you, but after a long and hard week and after a long and hard term, after a long and hard December, after a long and hard 2020, there was a lot of Michael Scott, that's what she said moments in that yeah. dialogue there. I am finally ready to feel festive. How are you, my good friend? I am also feeling festive. I'm not going to mention long and hard as much as you did. However, I'm sitting here <laughs> with my Christmas jumper on. I am sitting here ready to feel festive to ask you a bunch of Christmas-related questions. And this, ladies and gents, it's the Christmas special. And every time I've got like a favourite TV show or a favourite podcast or a favourite series of some sort, I always, 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 always love the Christmas specials. So I hope that all the listeners, and more importantly, Glenn and I, enjoy our Christmas special right here on The Wrestling Connection. And by the way, this is episode 36, which means it's the last show that we can talk about at WrestleMania that has the same number as us. Wow, uh, and and it kind of feels poetic because yes. we started all of this when the first thing that we spoke about, I think, on the first episode was, or maybe the pilot, I don't even yeah. remember, but it was how did you find WrestleMania 36 and how long ago does that feel? It feels like a long time ago. And I, I know the fact that, yeah, it was a long time ago. It was about nine months <laughs> or something, right? But it's just mental to think that, like, the next WrestleMania is, is coming up relatively soon. And yeah. the first thing we spoke about on this podcast, which is, I mean, it's been going on for 36 weeks, but it seemed as if this has been a constant in our lives for ages now. It's just yeah. weird to think that now we're going to be talking about another rest or the build-up to another WrestleMania, at least very, very soon. It's crazy. And I... I am hopeful that, you know, with the world opening up and with this vaccine, that if yeah. maybe maybe they could... I think we will be lucky if WrestleMania 37 can have an AEW-style uh, level of yes. fan attendance, you know, totally segregated, totally, like, um, you know, separate for households is what I mean, uh, distanced, but a buzz, an atmosphere, because that's yeah. what a WWE program needs. I... The, the, the programming that I enjoy the most in terms of atmosphere is anything that they do in the Capitol Wrestling Center. Mm. Um, but that said, I'm not hugely into my NXT right now, but yeah. I think that's what they need is that hybrid of uh, Thunderdome and, and, and fan attendance. But, you know, I, I do I do hope, Chris, that when our listeners are listening to us chat this, that there's some sort of festive jingling happening in the background. Like, it doesn't need to be a copyrighted song, but something jingly. Do we have a, a stock jingle song that we can put on? Um, no, but <laughs> <laughs> but I could maybe find on YouTube, like, that kind of, what's that, like, kind of jingle bells kind of, like, not the song, but like, what, what would you call that? It's like a sort of sound effect you always hear at like, the start of songs and that sort of thing. It's like, that's, li 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 that's literally a jingle bell. Literally jingle bells. Okay, maybe we'll have some jingle bells on the back room when we're opening our presents. I should have brought. I should have brought my bells with me. I don't have anything yeah. festive on me. Shall we tell the folks what we're going to do here and what we did last night? Yes, because I'm so excited, and you must elaborate because that sounds a bit risky, my good friend. <laughs> <laughs> last Friday married, night. Um, so, ladies and gents, we have been Glenn and I have been communicating every single week here on the Wrestling Connection via, you know, a digital, you know, basis. We have been touching base with each other every week via audio only. 
at the start we were doing some FaceTime chats and stuff like that to get the, the details ironed out. And before all this happened, yeah. where we couldn't see each other in person, we were we were sitting together in the Pavilion Theatre in Glasgow watching a wrestling show in a theatre, which was like, my world's colliding, by the way, which was weird. And I think I said that to you on that day. I was like walking through a theatre and I was like, there's a stage and everything, but there's a wrestling thing on the stage. It was crazy. Um, And we watched the wrestling show in a theatre. Now, that was like March 13th, March 14th, something like that. And then the world went into lockdown on like March 17th. So it was crazy to think that we were so close and we were sitting in a theatre of 2,000 people um, right at the verge of a a virus going around. And we were so lucky that we were okay. At least we think we were okay. And yeah. that was the day we decided we're going to do this podcast. It's going to be every week. And we hope, obviously, the world is uncertain right now. But we we didn't really think to the to, to the extent that it would be, you know. Um, we thought maybe we would meet, maybe we'd start a few digitally and then eventually we'd get in person. But the fact we've done That's this right. every week remotely has been crazy and a testament to how much we enjoy the show, really. Um, so that was just this big, extravagant thing. And I haven't seen Glenn in the flesh since that day. So I had this idea a couple of weeks ago where we would do this Christmas special and well, Glenn had the idea for the Christmas special, but I said, why don't we get each other a gift, but we should do it like a Christmas kind of box, Christmas hamper sort of thing that we can throw in some funny gifts that maybe relate to our personalities and our wrestling tastes and we'll open them on the show on the Christmas special. So there was loads of things that went into it, like how we're going to get it to each other, what we're going to buy, what the budget's going to be and that sort of thing. Ultimately, after a few shipping problems and that sort of thing, everything was sorted. At the last minute yesterday, I was getting ready to phone the company (laughs) and be like, I'm needed to do this Christmas special and (laughs) I'm going to wait to do it on the 19th. Um, But luckily, it came in nice and early and um, even though it just didn't update its status. Thank God. I I know the demand is high for Ahmed Johnson jockstraps, so... uh... (laughs) How did you know? I told you not to look in the box. Ah, oh, damn it. Uh, oh, Ahmed Johnson, though. Oh, dear. Poppy dog. I remember that was one of my favourite <laughs> moments in the wrestling group. Um, oh, by the way, did you hear on Inside the Ropes, uh, they've got a new podcast called Inside the Game, and it's really good. It's um, Joe Hendry right. and someone else talking about video games. And the first episode they do is Smackdown 2, Know Your Role. And Joe Hendry is waxing lyrical about those Ahmed Johnson promos. And the conversation is almost identical to the one that we had months ago. <laughs> uh, and he's like, I'm going to play you one now. And they play that that same puppy dog one. It's incredible. You need to listen to it. Everyone go and listen to Inside the Robes as if you don't already. I know, I know. We did, I think that was our video games episode, which I think was episode six, where we did our Ahmed Johnson impressions and that sort of thing. I love that one. I'm going to ask you about that later on the show, by the way, so remind me to come back to you. Right. Uh, so yeah, so after we got all of our presents sorted and we're ready to go, this is a very long explanation for what we're going to talk about, but it's fine. Um, we decided that we're going to hand deliver, like Santa Claus, we're going to hand deliver the gifts um, and socially distanced, of course. So yeah. I went to Glenn's front door last night, I chapped his door, I stepped back and he answered the door. He couldn't get the door open at first, but he answered the door. This is all on camera. I know, this is all on camera. I might post it. And uh, he was wearing this very festive kind of blazer that he wore to his work. And uh, we exchanged gifts. We um, we exchanged gifts in person. We were standing next to each other for the first time in nine months. It was a delight to see you and lovely Kate. And yep. it was lovely to see your Christmas lights and your nice new house and Luna, of course. But it was just weird seeing you in person. <laughs> I don't 
don't know what you felt about that. <laughs> it was weird when I kind of, I just, there's a moment I just stopped to look at you and <laughs> I realized that I, I remember that you're not an animated avatar on, on my podcast app, you know? Um, but it was, it was lovely. Uh, but it's also weird because I don't know about you, man, but I'm, I'm very much one for like the bro hug and the high five. Absolutely. And, I'm a hugger. I'm absolutely a and, hugger. Uh, and, you know, so my instinct is still to do that even this far into 2020, but of course we can't. Uh, and also because, you know, it was, it was, you know, cold and late and pardon me. And so, you know, there was no possibility of you coming in for a, a cup of tea or anything, you know what I mean? So yeah. all these things that you instinctively want to do, like saying, come in, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and so it's just, it was, it was a bit mad. And, you know, I just think about the fact that, you know, you, your dad and your sister were parked out the front and I, I, you know, I probably haven't seen your sister in two or three years, maybe. And, right, yeah. uh, and you, you know, in, in a normal year, you would, you would be like, tell them to come in yeah, exactly. a cup of tea, and then we come, you know, and all these things are just can't happen. Luna was very suspicious of you. I know. Dog. I was expecting, I know Luna from Instagram mainly. And, yeah. and I was expecting this big embrace. And I mean, I'm not much of a dog person anyway, but I, I can, I trust Luna, you know, yeah, um, and she doesn't trust me clearly. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to change her name to Grogu since her most recent haircut has made her look like Yoda. Um, but uh, uh, but so but it, it, it's I'm such an uh, an emotional and a sentimental person, and as I've as I've said to you um, elsewhere, like this has been a huge highlight of me of my 2020 mm. uh, doing this, and so to finally see you again in the flesh was lovely. I just wish it could have been more, but uh, yeah, like, we a, got proper, kind of like a proper mate, you know. Yeah, we got to take the picture, which is cool. So yeah. you know, there's a picture that will go up in the socials, folks. I'm probably um, going to post that before later. this episode, being like, oh, we've done a thing. <laughs> yeah, we've done a thing. Yeah, that'll be our teaser, folks. So you've seen it by now, I hope. And we'll, we'll you know, earned our four likes on that picture. Yeah. So, um, you know... I, it was it was it was lovely to see and it's fleeting, but it was also then excruciating because I had to say to Kate like I'm I can't be trusted not to peek at this damn box. So you're yeah. gonna have to go and put it up in the Glendon, and which she did. And the Glendon was very cold, so there was no chance of me going up there last night. Uh, where I'm sitting now, the box is next to me, just on the floor, uh, waiting to be opened and waiting to be loved. Yeah, so so we should also make that clear that we have no idea what we've got in each other. And by the way, can I just apologise for the idea? I mean, the Christmas hamper idea is cool because it's like the first time we're doing it and that sort of thing. See in future. Let's just get each other a gift. <laughs> yeah, fine, but the hamper is fun. Yeah, right. Exactly. You know, but yeah, we can just do a gifts in the future. Okay. You know, um, what, what episode number will we be on next Christmas? You know, that's fun to think. Like, if you think about it, let's just. I know we, um, you know, we've got the. We'll probably do more reflection uh, next week with the our yeah. pre New Year's one, right? But uh, I just think it's one thing to say that we're proud of the fact that we started a podcast and that we kept up at it but think of what else has happened with the podcast like we've had uh we've invested time and and invested resources uh, to get it try and get eyes on it we've had those fun cameos involved which have been really really fun even though we didn't get we didn't get the undertaker to do it we didn't get the Undertaker elite elite wrestling connection (laughs) and also, like, don't forget that um, Paul Heyman listened to her podcast. <laughs> That's right. And then tweeted about it. Um, like, that was mental. Yeah, so, even, even like, Kenny McIntosh listening was a big deal, you know? Yeah, that, I mean, that, that, that blew me away because he's kind of like, for me, like the Scottish 
podfather when it comes yeah. to wrestling podcasts. And he's not just like the Scottish wrestling guy anymore. He's like a wrestling guy in the mainstream. Like, you know, he's he's uh, one of the, I would say, in the world, one of the most highly respected wrestling journalists now, if you think about it. You know, yeah. he, he, I mean, all the other ones are working with him on that new magazine. So, yeah. Um, so that was really cool. And, um, Kenny McIntosh offered to come on our podcast, so I'm hopeful in 2021 we can make that a, a, a we patched him. You know what I mean? I can't. I mean, I think obviously, obviously we've been busy. You know, <laughs> but around the time I was moving house, and so there just wasn't right. a good time. Um, so I listen. There's a great chance that in 2021 I will slide into the inside the ropes DMs and beg and plead them to absolutely uh, give us a, a bit of Kenny McIntosh's time. I hope so because he's he's such an interesting guy, and like I would like to have him on and talk to kenny mcintosh like the person and like absolutely have a you know get his wrestling story and and that's what i'd like to have yeah if if, if kenny comes on the show yeah totally if kenny comes on the show we're doing the segments with him we're doing meet a wrestler i'm sure he's got more than us but we're doing meet a wrestler do you think we're doing what he's thankful for what's his favorite matches that he could recommend random wrestler with him all that stuff we need to do that even though he's probably going he'll be like listen an interview for like half an hour and we're going to have him here for the whole episode but we'll be fine um Anyway, yeah. So let's let's um, let's dig in. Let's dig into these these beautiful boxes. We do the boxes right. So um, I'll, you'll need to excuse me for a second. I'm not asking for the toilet break. However, um, I uh, so, you know we're we're going to video this, folks, so that you can see what happens as yeah. as we unwrap. Um, and I turned the lights off in the Glendon because the sun was beaming in through it and uh, it was bright enough. But now the sun's buggered off, so I'm going to have to get out of my seat okay. and go and turn the light back on, and then I can uh, get my camera on and ready for this so chris could you just entertain everybody for about nine seconds yes okay. well glenn entertain is what i do yeah okay can't hear you and as mark henry would say circa 2011 that's what i do so when glenn asked me to entertain i say in all respect to mark henry that's what I do. And there was also... a pay per view. I'm back. Shush. <laughs> there was a pay per view in 2000, I think, uh, where uh, I think like Jr. gets his headset knocked off by someone. I think it's SummerSlam or King of the Ring, maybe. And Lawler legit has to carry the commentary for about five minutes on its own. Um, and so he's trying to do this awkward hybrid of play by play and color yeah. commentary. Uh, and JR finally gets reconnected and goes, you didn't screw it up too much, did you? <laughs> I'll always like when that happens, when like the other person has to, has to kind of carry the ship. I yeah. saw a clip on, on Twitter recently of that Jerry the King Lawler and the Miz TLC match from like oh, yeah. 2010 or whatever. I love that match. I really love that yeah. match. And, and CM Punk is on commentary. And Michael Cole is being like the heel Michael Cole when he's trying to stop Jerry Lawler. So, so Punk is the only one at the desk. And Punk is like... Jerry Lawler now climbing the ladder and it's like CM Punk just didn't play by play. Like, it's crazy. He was a um, very, very good commentator. He was a very, very good underrated. Commentator. Very good commentator. He was he obviously did all those ROH commentary, you know, events or, or matches and stuff. So I guess he had experience with that. And then just a, a, I wish he'd done it more, but I know he didn't like the fact they had to be on TV and all that stuff. But let's, let's not get into it. It's fine. Um, before we do this, by the way, also last night, um, so as I said, that uh, my my dad dropped me off outside your house, and then I walked and delivered the the gift. Whilst I was at your door, apparently there was this. I'm, I'm assuming, elderly lady, um, who was wearing a right. fur coat. Oh, um, 
I'm, I'm, I'm interested by your response there because I, I thought maybe you'd know who she was. Um, uh, well, there's a couple of nice old ladies in the neighbourhood, you know. It's, I don't know if she was elderly, but she may, she may have been in her, like, maybe maybe 60s, I don't know. Um, so I get back to the car and my sister's like, get in the car, hurry up, now. And I was oh God, okay. So apparently whilst I was at your house, standing outside the front door, talking to Luna, this lady just walks up to the car oh. and just sticks her head like in the window as if she's looking in the car. <laughs> so my dad rolls down the window and he's like, can I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this lady apparently just said, can I help you? And my dad's like, um, no, I'm just waiting to pick up my son. And she goes, okay. And she just walks off. And she's wearing a fur coat, right? I'm going to have to look out for this woman. Wow. I was like, what? I can't believe I missed that. I said, I'm not coming to Bears Den anytime soon. Might, lo- <laughs> might lose my life. <laughs> I don't think anyone has ever said Bears Den and lose my life in the same sentence before. <laughs> you know, I mean, they do say Bears Den is where people go to die, but like that's after retiring, you know. Uh, so. I think so, like, that kind of, like, evil old lady. She was like, can I, I mean, help you? I mean, most old ladies in Bears Den, they talk like that. Oh, my goodness, is this child absolutely non-verbal? You know, like that. Yeah. Well, that was fun. Yeah. Okay, shall we dig into these then? Right, so I'm going to I'm gonna hit film on yeah, my too. mobile telephone, okay? Okay, I am also recording. No. no. Yeah. So, for YouTube, I have to do a wee introduction. So, bear with us, podcast okay. listeners. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll bear with you. Okay. Let's hear it. Hello everybody, we are here on the YouTube channel, I don't know if this is going to be on the Wrestling Connection YouTube channel or just CM42 TV, probably both if I'm honest, and we are currently recording the Christmas special of the Wrestling Connection, I've got my Christmas jumper on as you can see, and I have Glenn here who is also filming I hope, and I hope everything's going to go swimmingly in the post-production process of this, but we are about to unbox our Christmas gifts that we have gotten each other for the first time in our lives and our friendship here on the Christmas special. So if you'd like to hear the whole episode, please please do so on all of your favourite podcasting outlets. But uh, I have this Amazon box here. Now, Glenn says he feels bad the fact that he gave me a normal box and I did a nice fancy festive box for him. But I have to stress, I phoned him like at five o'clock and was like, I'm coming over tonight, have a box or don't. So well, I, I kind of put him under pressure there. Can I just, I'm going to just want to show the the camera like what we're talking about here so chris you've no doubt shown or going to show the monstrosity that i handed to you uh, and chris has given me this this is a beautiful gorgeous purpose-built christmas eve box yep. so the fact that we're four days removed from christmas eve this is this screams thoughtfulness and mine screams crap last minute um <laughs> and, but i did take the no. time in viral roll pen to write Chris, it is Christmas. Enjoy. On, I can get that on, on the camera. I don't know if I'm, see it. I'm proud of that. It's here. <laughs> it says there. You can't really see it because the way the camera's set up. But yeah. So how do you want to do this? I'm thinking to avoid the awkwardness of going back and forth, I'll just open this all in one and then you do mine all in one. Okay. <laughs> do you get giddy with gifts and awkward <laughs> when someone is opening one in front of you, even though you're not in front of me, but you kind of are? Yeah. I just get awkward opening gifts in general, really. I just think it's really awkward anyway. Okay. Um, well, I go first then. Yeah, you go first because you're the yeah. youngest, so you've got the closest link to the uh, your innocent childhood of Christmas. Yeah, I, is there any like, rules you have for me? Uh, just open it with an open mind okay. and be. Um, I, I, I hope you like it. Okay, I'll reach in. I'll reach in here no, first. Go over the card first, by the way. Okay. 
Where's the card? I don't want. I don't really want to. I don't really want to look at anything. Okay, we've got a card. Okay. <laughs> He's got CM42 TV on the card, which is thoughtful. I tried to make it like in your old YouTube videos, you know, with yeah. with, with the mystery. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, I've got you a card as well, so you need to open my card first too. Yeah, oh sure. my god! <laughs> my my card isn't anywhere near as good as this one. We have a, a Chris Jericho card here. Um, do you notice that I fixed the punctuation on the front of it? <laughs> what a very English teacher thing to do. Yep. He's fixed the apostrophe S for let's. Also, last night in the tweet, I spelled the word pajama wrong. I didn't realise. Did. I didn't, I didn't want to say anything. Didn't want to say anything, but you you did. I fixed it. Um, mm. Oh my god! There's, I need to, there's a book. Okay, so it says. I'll show you the inside here. I love the card, by the way. A little bit of the bubbly. Very yeah. nice. Okay, it says to my dear friend Chris, what a year. Whereas it's undeniable that 2020 has been a year as difficult as the 1999 Ken of Hell matches to watch. There is one obvious highlight to me. I genuinely feel I would feel I would feel that little bit more lost in the issue of 2020, where if not for our wee podcast. So good, sir. Thank you for the wrestling connection. Thank you for your kindness, and thank you for being the amazing friend you are. Here's to a better 2021 and many happy wrestling memories in the future. Oh, that's not lovely. Isn't that lovely, everybody? To Chris and all the Moffats, Merry Christmas and all the best for 2021. All the love. For Glenn, Kate, and Luna, I forgot to put Luna's name on the on the card. I feel bad. Oh, this is this is why she doesn't like you. She, she, she knew. She knew. You know that way they say that dogs and cats can see ghosts. Yes, yeah. that's what that was. That was her sixth sense kicking in. We well, have already beat me in the card because I've just got your Christmas card and went Happy Christmas. That's fine. Right, that's so fine. The first thing I've taken out here is like a sort of envelope sort of thing. All right, go for it. Okay. So in here <laughs> is an issue of Power Slam. <laughs> that's Raven on the cover that's Raven on issue 77 I believe that's uh, from 20 years ago my friend from 20 years ago what this month uh, I don't know this month but it's from 2000 oh wow and then you it's got a with WWF I think oh very cool I'm loving this and it is uh, back in the day where magazines were £2.30 I know the price really gave me a tickle Check the China Fitness VHS in the back. I've never seen that before. Yeah. I love that Austin yeah. uh, six-pack thing. Okay. Uh, I used to love in Power Slam too. They always had like um, like a picture in the in- inside covers. Yeah, there's a good one in that. Listen, I just thought you would uh, appreciate the charm of it, I guess. And I know Raven's yeah. one of your boys. So that was the one I went for. Yeah. Cool. Thank you very much, my friend. That's lovely. I have a, I have a magazine collection, so that will go very nicely with the other Power Slams. Yeah, and Raven is one of my boys, so thank you very much for that. All right, reaching in. Oh dear! Oh, dear. <laughs> speaking of my boys, it's the one and only. It's Maven. <laughs> yeah. So this was the closest. I, I, you, as you know, there was all kinds of Maven merch that I was looking at to get. Maven merch. And- like, there's actually not a lot of Maven merch out there anymore. It's mainly the action figures and it's the uh, that trading card that I was trying to get you, which yeah. I couldn't get in the end. I was gutted about that. But this is the next best thing. Uh, it's, oh, it's, it's, rel- it's relatively min. It came bashed up, I'm afraid. Um, no, no, no. Oh. And I'm sure you probably had it in your old collection, but this one's fresh. Yeah, this is, well, this one's staying in the box, probably. 
I love the old um, I love the old Ruthless Aggression series as a series six. And do you know what I love as well about these old figures? Is like when you see the other ones that were available on the back of the box. It was like one of my favourite mm. things to do and like go and look yeah. at all the different ones that were available on the back. But oh I love Maven. We have his friend Raven together. Raven um, and Raven. Raven and Raven. That's amazing. Thank you very much for Maven. Hope you like it. Okay. Whoa. Oh my god, there's an ECW PS1 game. This is ECW Anarchy Rules. Oh my god. So I'm hoping this is the one that you don't have. If you do have this one. Sorry? Don't have this one, not at all. Okay, because there was two. This one should work on your console, right? And see if it doesn't, you need to let me know because Jamie can fix it, all right? Yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah, okay, great. Because I think I, I was odd on the other one. I think it was like Hardcore Revolution. I think yeah. that's the one I got. Yeah, hardcore, and, it, and it didn't work on the thing um, because I think I might have like a different PS2 or something. But if Jamie knows how to fix it, then great. But this is, this is the second one, I think, the second DCW game. That's right, yeah. Game 2000. Look at that throwback snack right there. I love the old like PS One cartridges as well, the yeah, cartridges on the magazines, you know, like the kind of old kind of style. Yeah, I'm loving love this. It. A very like nostalgia based box, and I'm loving it. Yeah. Okay. And what do we have here? OMG! This isn't an Undertaker Christmas jumper, is it? It is. <laughs> Holy moly! Hang on a minute. This is probably great audio, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's like a bonfire I'm listening to. <laughs> you know, I was so close to ordering an AEW Christmas jumper, right? Because they had like a sale really? on. But when I was looking at them, they're not like wool. Like, like what a Christmas jumper should be. It was like just like a sweatshirt, like cotton. And I was yeah. like, what's the point? This one is a proper Christmas jumper. OMG, look at this. Yeah. And c- considering I've seen the picture that you sent me of what you're wearing right now... I think that'll look better on you. Now, I got you large because you're tall, like me. Absolutely. Don't. Oh, thank you so much. That's like a proper gift, like a proper like thing that's an investment for years to come. Which you can wear once a year for the next however long. That's unbelievable because so. I was I'm so needing a new this Christmas jumper. Well, now he's got a penguin on it, and I've had it since mm. 2014. I wore it when I hosted Bishop Briggs Got Talent in 2014. <laughs> Who could forget? We all remember <laughs> it, don't we, dear listener? I love it so much, and it, it, this would be like the one if, like, if I was to go into the Christmas jumper wrestling shop, this would be the one I would pick. Oh, I love hope the you colors, like it. I love the purple, and I, of course, it's Taker. I think that's your whack, by the way. Do you hope you like it? I love it. I love it. Thank you very much, my dear friend. This is well too much. Probably cost you a fortune for the Christmas jumper alone. So thank you very much for that. It was all within budget, my dear friend. All within budget. Okay. As long as it's within budget. Oh wow, that's amazing. Awesome. And I love the card too. The so I'm, I feel bad now because my card is so generic. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. I think you more than compensate in this lush box. Right, it's my turn. You're done. Right. So what I need you to do here, right? Right. I need you to be careful because okay. I've not put in like loads of paper and stuff that hide things. So what I want you to do is open the box without really looking. Like if you can maybe like just open it a yeah. wee bit and put your well, hand in, feel around, and feel for the card first. That's that'll be easy for me, and I'll tell you for why. Because uh, because we're now v- filming as well. Uh, I don't like how I look with my glasses, and I'm annoyed that the picture we took last night, I was wearing my glasses. So my glasses are off, which also means I'm really quite blind. Um, <laughs> so this will be a case of feeling it out. So I'm going to kind of open the box. Oh, I'm so excited! Right, this is the sound of the box opening. Video people, you can you can see this happening. Yeah, try, gonna... try your best not to look too because like especially the bottom two items aren't hidden at all. 
Right, okay, so I'm definitely, the video will prove that I'm not looking right now, but I've got what is definitely a card. Okay. okay. It says the Glen Den on it. Oh, As if I was going to post it, I had to put the address on it. Yes, to the Glen Den. So that, really, this isn't my card, it's the Rooms card. It's, uh, it's a room. gorgeous, it's gorgeous card that says, wishing you a Merry Christmas, and it has a lovely, beautiful, natural scene with everything that you expect to be on a tree uh, squirrels, robins, um, woodland creatures, and a single lone stocking. It's gorgeous. It's like a John Clare poem. It's beautiful. Very nice. Um, to Glenn and Kate, lots of love from Chris. And that didn't write the go. beautiful story that you did, but um, well, I'm a I'm one for like a brain fart on a card, and that's just my thing. Is we all have different things. So I will I will put this pride of place over here, and uh, like I'm sure Luna will forgive you in time for not putting them on the card. <laughs> Thanks for okay. the name. Right, so I need you to okay, reach in, so... and the first item is in bubble wrap, so feel for some bubble wrap. Right, okay, I've got that. So again, the camera will show that I'm not looking right now. I've just got it in my hands. Oh, it's green bubble wrap. It is. Are we like... present for the Glendon? Oh my God, it's Sky Too High! <laughs> yes! Banging it, banging it, banging it. Scotty, oh. sit on your desk and help you through the days when you're marking essays and stuff like that in the Glendon. I love how we got each other our boys in action figure form. That's beautiful. Oh, I don't know if to make him stand up or make him do the worm permanently. Like, <laughs> I think he's, he's in good enough condition in. because it, the, the picture I saw in the, the arms were like in the air. And I thought maybe the arms would be loose, but I think he's okay. Nice, and his, his um his articulation, like the the, the joints are, are quite stiff still, which is what you want in a, 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 a an action figure. Like if they're second hand, they run the risk of being yeah. really loose, which means they're near snapping. Scotty, uh, you are indeed too hotty, and you're you're gonna go right here in the Glendale. Turn it up, turn it up, bang it, bang. Why is that Rikishi scene now? That is not Rikishi's thing. comes out and it doesn't use his song, and they did it in Survivor Series as well. It really yeah. bugs me. Right, right, okay. okay, again, so the camera thing, will show that I'm not looking, so you, you can yeah, okay. your Chris. So the next thing is wrapped in kind of like tissue paper, so if you can take okay. that out, please. Okay, I've got something. Chris, we have done a lot of similar shit here. Yeah. Oh my god. WWF Magazine from February 1991. And it's got the Warrior on it, which is so apropos because that was my entryway into wrestling, was that Warrior video. So this is, this is WWF magazine that came out on the month you were born. Of course, I was born in February. That took me a second. Oh my God. Chris, that's amazing. Thank you. Good. You're, you're so much more thoughtful than me. It's, it's a wee sentimental thing. I know you're probably not. It's going to be like the WWF magazine back then was so in character. Um, yeah. So probably more of a buzz to read through it than like for, a, for like behind the scenes reasons. But it's more for the fact that it was from your birth month, you know. That's amazing, dude. Oh my God. Buddy Rose. <laughs> CDs and cassettes on sale. <laughs> oh my god, this is amazing! The, the the thing to get a subscription still attached on the inside, like the we tear out thing for a subscription. I might actually just right. send that away. World Wrestling Federation PO Box six seven eight nine Stamford, Connecticut. You can literally still say, "I'm I'm going to do it. I'm going to subscribe and see what happens." <laughs> oh my god, Chris, this is amazing! Thank you so much. Wow. Okay, so the next thing Sorry. in the box is, is, is packaged the exact same way, so feel around for some more tissue paper. Okay, still not looking, still not looking. Aha! Here is where our minds oh meet, my, my friend. Christopher Moffat. It's an issue of Power Slam, but you've given me issue number 82, 
and it's got my boy, Stone Cold Steve Austin, yeah. front sellout. Steve Austin joins forces with him, man. This is the WrestleMania 17. Yeah, the thought is process it? behind that was your favourite wrestling piece of journalism with your favourite wrestler of all time on the cover. That was that thought process within that. WWFE buys WCW. How will this affect sports entertainment? This is a historic issue because it's covering the acquisition of WCW. Yeah. Oh, Chris, so two, now two. I finally have two copies of Power Slam in my house now because I have the one that Kane signed and also oh, yeah. Kane's on the, the, the title cover of this. Uh, and I've got the one that uh, you've given me now. That's amazing. I thought you'd, I thought uh, you'd, I thought you'd appreciate a Power Slam because we, we talk about it. Because like the, yeah, the stuff with like, uh, Inside the Ropes magazine and that sort of thing, I thought like Power Slam is like the OG, you know? Absolutely. And that was my logic as well. And this is so important because it's covering the death of WCW. And Chris, did you know that it has a review of WWF Hardcore in it? No, I didn't, but that's the video, the video that we talked about I, in like episode one or two. Taz in the car park. Yeah, Taz and Buchanan Galleries. Oh my god, this is amazing. Right, I'm going to have to pop this down because otherwise I'm going to keep reading it and looking at it. Okay, next thing I want you to pull out is no protection whatsoever. There's no cover over anything. Well, there's a fabricated thing I'm feeling. Not, not fabricated thing, the other thing. So there's another thing, but that's got tissue paper over it. Uh, I take the other thing out, not leave the fabricated bit to the end. Okay, right. Okay, this is in tissue paper. Oh yeah, it feels very. It's got bookish, a bookish feel to it. Oh, it's the Justin Roberts book. Yes, the yes. best seat in the house, which I've been wanting to get and wanting to read for a long time. So oh, thank you so much. This is the thing that never showed up um, for ages, and ages, and ages, and ages, um, because I couldn't find one that was in like a, like a new, brand new copy. So my, my yep. thought, so I've got my copy sitting here in the bookshelf. So I was just going to send you mine <laughs> if it didn't come in time. Really? Oh my right, god! No, I, I came yesterday. Um, that's that's and it's good condition as it's going to be. Really? Really? Um, no, it feels it feels as good as new. That's amazing. And I just remember Thanks. saying like when we when we started the podcast, you were talking about like wrestling journalism. That was like one of your favorite, yeah. like when you're like thankful segments about books and that sort of thing. And I said, "Have you read the Justin Roberts one?" And you said, "No." And at that moment, I said, "For a birthday or Christmas, I'll get him the Justin Roberts one because I know you'll love it." Oh, thanks, mate. That this so this is already too much. You've already outdone me, and I feel guilty oh, I, now. Listen, but... You got me a fucking Christmas jumper. Don't be daft. I've got Scotty to hot in my my uh, breast pocket of my shirt now. So he's my wee mascot. That's incredible. Um, right. So there's one more thing. I'm still not looking, but I think it's the fabricy thing. Yeah, the fabric okay. Thing, that's it. Right. Okay. This is it. This is this is I like a... my clothing. I think. Yeah. Let's see what have we got here. Oh my god, that's amazing! I get. I know it's slightly, slightly random. Yeah. Um, however, he's a friend he, of our show. He's a friend of the show. That was the thought process behind that. Get someone who's done the show. Mate, that's gorgeous. I'll need to put that on. Not right now in front of the camera. I know. Cheeky. It's a it's a good um, t-shirt, though, isn't it? It's, it's a good design and it looks really cool. I was going to get you like a modern day t-shirt, like like Bailey or something like that. But I thought that one looked different. I don't think you've got a Foley one. So cool. I'm going to make you a promise now, Chris. See when the world opens up and we can go to a wrestling show together. Yeah. I'm wearing this t-shirt. Now, I also got some uh, a revelation for you. I didn't know what size to get you, right? So I've gone with a large, right? Again, because you're tall and I thought I would get myself a large and we're quite similar. However, I was so unsure that I text, I didn't text, I Instagram messaged your lovely wife. Oh, I see. And I was, like, I was like, Kate, what, what size does Glenn wear? And she said a medium, and I totally went behind her back and went a large anyway. I don't know why I bothered to text. <laughs> well, I'm sure it's going to fit absolutely fine. It really just depends on where the t-shirt comes from. 
Yeah, and and then, like so basically, I ordered so when I ordered that one, um, I got a new Undertaker T-shirt because it was on sale for nine quid that says Mark Calloway on it, and I'm wearing it now. Um, nice. And that one's a large as well, just to kind of gauge the size. And that one fits me perfect. So I thought, okay, that'll be fine. It should it should fit you fine. I hope anyway. If not, I can get you another one. <laughs> no, don't be daft. I'm sure it's going to fit perfectly. And I'm I'm now just appreciating. Chris, thank you so much. That is so kind of you. The Persam logo was slightly different in, in uh, 01. It was, wasn't it? It was weird. But these, I mean, I mean, these are all very, very thoughtful gifts. So thank you very much. Um, are you disappointed? Am I disappointed? Are you gonna? Are we going to have um, Scotty and Maven wrestle each other one day? Like, Scotty and Maven will meet one day, ladies and gents, on this show. Um, That's excellent. No, I love them all, and um, in future, I'll, there was a wee bit of stress behind this because of the packaging and stuff like that, so in future we'll get each other a gift, <laughs> but since this is the first one, this is the best way to do it, so thank you very much for all the stuff. Thank you. I'm going to I'm gonna shut off the video now, but uh, yeah, thank you very much. Let's hit stop on that. That was 20 minutes that ran for on yeah, my camera. Uh, I don't know how easy it'll be for me to send you that, but I'll try my best. Oh yeah, well, there's ways to do it. You can always... Um, you can always upload to YouTube, keep it private, and just send me the link. Yeah, and I can yeah. do that. I'll do that. Yeah, that was a uh, that was something else. Thank you so much. Do you like them? So, I absolutely, I'm really quite touched by all of this. Um, no, I, I love all this stuff. I love, I love Maven the best. I think. Yes, <laughs> that was the last album. thing to come. That was the thing that was supposed to come today, but it came early. Right. Okay. Excellent. Lovely. I love, I love how it's just like part of the like actual AEW shot. Like you've got the microphone and you like you still get the kind of facial expression on. But you just got a Santa hat on. Yeah, yeah. I'm just a bit miffed about the punctuation. I felt like writing into them, but yeah. Oh, I love my Christmas jumper. I'm going to wear that Christmas day. Yes. There we go. Right. Well, before we before we wrap things up, we need to just do a, f a few housekeeping things for the Christmas special. We need to talk about wrestling at Christmas time. We yeah. need to talk about. I've got a few questions for you as well. Um, Good. First question would be, what has what was your favourite as a child, right? What was your favourite wrestling themed Christmas gift from Santa? So there is a few. So if I can go for a few, that'd be cool. Um, there's one that's quite sentimental to me, uh, which is I got Christmas '01, right? And right. that was my last Christmas with my family before my parents divorced, and. For the record, folks, I had a very happy childhood. I had a, I was never unloved, and uh, if anything, the love just increased after my parents made the right decision. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and uh, but you know, when you're a child, you, you know, we had that kind of nuclear family thing going on, and so uh, it felt like that last sort of childhood innocence Christmas. And in my stocking from Santa, I had a. I, I couldn't even tell you what series it is, but it's a Triple H figure. Uh, and it, it, prior to that, the, the only Triple H I had was like a really, it was before they started doing the good scans of the faces and it was just, he looked like, like Edge and Shawn Michaels had a child, um, this figure. And it, it was Triple H in the sort of 99 DX era was the one that I had before. Right. So this was the first Triple H figure I had that looked like Triple H. And then of course, a month later, he returns at Madison Square Garden and I was sitting at Robert's house where he, you know, which is across the road from where I live now. Uh, watching that for the first time uh, and I felt like I could recreate that moment because I had a Triple H figure which looked just like he did when he returned you know yeah. same and so that that's special to me um, the Smackdown Know Your Role uh, video game on PS1 oh, yeah. uh, the, the previous year I think I got that uh, means a lot to me too uh, I think the the most 
the one that I was most excited for growing up uh, and I begged and pleaded for was uh, Christmas 2000 and it was a foam WWF title. Um, okay. And it was like the one that got repackaged a lot. Um, it got it was it, this one had been out for for many years and still had like the block logo on it, even though it came in scratch yeah. logo packaging. Totally. Uh, and I I worshipped it, and it was I remember having it and holding it as proud as Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle had was in his first reign at the time. You right. know, it was around the time of Armageddon two thousand. Yeah. So, uh, and I uh, I just loved it, and I just realised that this is twenty years ago now. Crazy, right? But, um. Uh, and that that to me isn't just a Christmas present that was wrestling related, but it was kind of a, a like the, the, that item is a symbol, I think, of the, that kind of cliched but lovely kind of childhood Christmas that a, a lot of us, if we're lucky enough to have, hold on to in our memories. And there were other things in years to come. I think well into my teens, I would get the most recent video game or, or whatever it would be. But mm. those are the ones that really, really stick out. What about you? Um, when you said video games, SmackDown, shut your mouth, jumped right off the page at me. Um, I just loved mm. getting that. I, I got that the same day as my cousin got it on Christmas Day, so we both started playing it at the same time and stuff like that. So that was a lot of fun. Um, and it's just like figures that I'd asked for and things like that. You know what I mean? Like that you'd, that you'd a lot of classic superstars and that sort of thing. I really wanted different Hardy Boys and that sort of thing. Um, but I can't think of anything off the top of my head that was like this one item. But SmackDown, shut your mouth was a big, was a big thing. Like my replica was like a birthday present and. All these other good figures, like birthday presents and that sort of thing. So in terms of Christmas, I, I can't really remember one this particular item, but I was very, very lucky with all the stuff I got. I would always get, like, if I wanted something so badly, there was a very good chance I'd get it. You know what I mean? So, I mean, yeah, spoiled yeah. rotten as usual. But, yeah, I should say, uh, favourite Christmas present, my Undertaker Christmas sweater that I was just given to <laughs> by my good close personal friend, Glenn. Um, okay, so what about wrestling at christmas time any any fun memories from watching wrestling around christmas in terms of events or moments or anything like that anything that comes to mind i mean in terms of stuff that's christmas themed i think one of the first things that comes to mind is that kind of much replayed attitude era clip of austin stunning santa right um, yes it's so overplayed isn't it it is so overplayed but also in terms of stuff that happened around christmas i've got two kind of things that come to mind like armageddon hell in a cell Mm -hmm. uh being a big deal and also uh I, I, did jeff hardy not win the title at armageddon 08 is that he right did. yeah i forgot about that one yeah so those two kind of are quite dear to my heart but um more recently i, I can't think it was 2013 or 2014 they did this whole thing where mick foley was santa and he got run over <laughs> and it was just <laughs> maybe 2012 i've wrote that down Del Rio, Del Rio runs over santa i've written down here and then john cena does his backstage promo and he's like trying to rally the troops to go against Del Rio, and he just yeah. screams for santa <laughs> <laughs> okay. i also think it's worth also acknowledging that at one point in his career, Glenn Jacobs was in Memphis uh, in Jerry, Jerry Lawler's Memphis territory as the Christmas creature, and he wore a green jumpsuit covered in baubles. I really hope that was just his gimmick, and that was like also in like April we wore that. It wasn't just December. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, when I think of Christmas time at wrestling, I think of two things: Armageddon and TLC. Um, always like obviously those were the recurring pay per views and that sort of thing. Still after this day with TLC. Um, yeah. I think of you know Armageddon 05 with Orton and Taker, and then of course Armageddon 08 with Jeff Hardy winning the title. And I had Armageddon 06 on DVD, and I remember watching that show, and it was meant to be a tag title match between Regal and Dave Taylor versus London and Kendrick, 
I think. Okay. Right? I think. That was maybe the tag title match. And Teddy Long comes out and says, Hold on a second there, player. Because mm-hmm. it's Christmas time, I'm going to give everybody a Christmas present. Brings out Eminem and brings out the Hardy Boys and now says it's going to be a fatal four-way tag team ladder match. And I was just like, oh my God. Like, imagine wow. just making that match out of nowhere and not advertising it. So I just like, and that was the match that Joey Mercury like lost his face. Remember? Yeah, that, that was the horrible, gruesome injury. I mean, that's a spot which they'd done before with Edge and Christian, those yeah. the Hardy Boys. And do you remember there was actually a few months later they were going to do that exact match again as a rematch, but then they scrapped it and changed it before the pay per view. Really? Like it was, I think it was later on that year. Um, maybe it was the Great American Bash '06. I don't know. Um, but. Uh, yeah, like I remember that match. I remember watching the replay and seeing the image of Joey Mercury's face afterwards. Is, is really that was like that was like the talk of the playground that day when you went in on a Monday. Like everybody was like, maybe not that Monday, but not long after that, people were like, "Did you see that wrestler getting like busted open and stuff like that?" Like it looked brutal, and it was one of the first moments as a youngster that I was like, "How violent wrestling can be." You know what I mean? Like everything before that had been had been staged really well, whether it be like Mick Foley or Jeff Hardy or whatever. But the fact this was like a gruesome bloody injury that you knew wasn't fake if you will you know um mm-hmm. i remember that standing out big time so i had that one that was a good armageddon and then of course toc always good memories with TLC. always think it's a good thing um i always like watching toc live these days with like the christmas tree on and you know just um it's like the christmas pay-per-view so i always enjoy watching toc and of course tribute to the troops is also an alert christmas thing i used to yeah, love I the tribute to the troops used to be on like on the 23rd of december on sky sports it used to be on like an hour um, and it would just be obviously the tribute to the troops is just essentially a, a house show, but I just used to love how they do it. And I, I know they still, I know they did it this year in the Thunderdome, which made no sense. But um, I like the fact that they always used to go to the camps and stuff. I know it was extremely dangerous, but it made it look really different. And I was, yeah, just- I, I enjoyed the different aesthetic. I mean, you, you kind of, as a as the kind of the person with my principles now and my politics now, I I wish there wasn't a war zone for them to go to. But you kind of you have to admire the courage of the whole thing, don't you? Totally. And and I know they still do it, and they just they do it in the states because there's not really that much. You know, it's not like it was when they first started when there was America was involved in two wars. Um, but it, the aesthetic was always cool. I thought to see the military base yep. out in the Middle East, and you know all these soldiers and camo and the bursting hot daylight um and they were never too far away from you know uh um, danger and there was there was incidents where there was gunfire at one point before they started the show i also used to enjoy how you could then use the tribute to the troops arena on the video games that they put the in. i was like about to say that like i loved how you could unlock that arena um, yeah, and it's really cool. And tribute to the troops is the only th- time we got something close to what is definitely a dream match that people don't often talk about, and that is John Cena versus Stone Cold Steve Austin, because oh, Cena yeah. takes a stunner at tribute to the st- troops. And wasn't Austin wearing a Santa outfit when he did that? Yes, and obviously, I mean, it was like oh three, wasn't it? So Cena was still very much in the come up. It wasn't as if it was like WWE champion John Cena, mm. but it was still cool to see. Still cool, absolutely. I feel the same way like when I watch WrestleMania twenty. And Randy Orton and The Rock yeah. have a mo- few moments, and I'm just thinking, imagine Randy Orton and The Rock both in their prime. You know yeah, what I mean? Uh, that would have been awesome. Would have been amazing. Yeah. So yeah, there's just some memories of wrestling at Christmas time. What about we're going back to putting ourselves over here? I'd noted these questions down for like for the podcast. Um, favorite moments from TWC in 2020 wrestling. I mean, there's a few. 
I mentioned one at the beginning, and that was the whole thing with Paul Heyman. That was a highlight. Yep. I still remember this was kind of like in the summer, and it was very warm outside. And I remember walking my dog and and seeing that you'd messaged me about something and, and kind of dismissing it because I had my hands full. I think I had like a, a bag of poo in one hand, a phone right. in the other, and then trying to hold onto the dog around my arm or something like that. So, um, and then just the the kind of the hilarity of all that, and the fact that then that Paul Heyman tweeted that. And then didn't tweet for another two weeks. So for two weeks, if you went on Paul Heyman's Twitter, the most recent tweet was him endorsing, putting us over, laughing at me. Um, uh, and so um, if you want to go back to whatever episode that was, folks, I would recommend it. It is a fun story about the time I met Paul Heyman and yeah. the embarrassment that ensued. So that that was a really cool moment. Um I would also say the inception of our podcast, that memory of us in town, not just because it was oh, yeah. the last time I did something like that for a long time, but it was a, a nice memory. And it's, it kind of, there's a lesson for me there um, that can be applied to all of life. And that is never dismiss like stuff that, you know, don't be a dismissive person really and don't rule stuff out because you never know what part of me what might prosper into something that's quite special and that's what this has been for me and i kind of hope that we'll be doing another christmas special this yeah. time next year you know totally um in terms of my favorite moments uh, i loved all the cameos i love all the meet of wrestlers whether it's me telling it or you telling it. i love the fact we can just like it doesn't matter about time it's just like recalling these amazing moments in our fandom you know what i mean and yeah. talking about meeting wrestlers um, yeah, and there's more to come. There's more to come. And, uh, and around like sort of June, July sort of time, um, where I would, so again, I've mentioned that a few times because of lockdown, that sort of thing. What I've been doing a lot is just been going walks, like just around the neighborhood, around the block or whatever, just to kind of stay active. And especially when it was like full on lockdown, you know, just to kind of keep the mind active and that sort of thing and get a bit of exercise. And in the summertime, I just loved going my walks and listening to the podcast. So what I would do, especially early, early on, I don't do it so much now, maybe I should, but I, I would always listen back to the episodes once they were out. Um, and I would always do it on my walks when I was walking around in the nice, the nice summertime air and just feeling so like, you know, it was a weird thing because like there was no work for me to do. You know, I was off work for so long in the summer. I'm very, yeah. very, very grateful I'm back now and just finished again for Christmas. But I, there was so long I just wasn't working at all. And literally the only thing that I had to think about, to worry about, to work on, Really, I mean, there was all the things we project here and there, but in terms of a consistent thing was the podcast. So the fact of like, I was looking forward to going my walk so I could listen to the new episode just to see what I need to improve on, what we need to do audio wise, editing wise. Does this bit work? That sort of thing. I just love doing that, going for my walks in the nice sort of summer warm air and listening back to the podcast. That's a that's sort of sentimental memory. Um, other than the cameos and that sort of thing. So yeah, I've had such a great time on the show this year, and I'm looking forward to what 2021 brings. It's going to be even better, ladies and gents. Watch this space. Uh, and the last thing I had was, was have you got like, a favourite episode that you could recommend the folks to listen to if they're looking for stuff to listen to before Christmas? Any any fun or favourite episodes of The Wrestling Connection that stand out in your mind? I love the one where you talk about meeting Piper and I love the one where you talk about meeting Kevin Nash. Uh, Kevin Nash one's uh, meant to win it. The Kevin Nash one is, is probably, it might be my favourite, I'm not sure. Um, I... I am I'm really proud of like the 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 first episode after the pilot I think it is mm. um when we're talking about the hardcore one because even though there's we're still kind of ironing out creases and there's issues and whatever uh you know that was that was the one that kind of 
when I listened back to it, I thought, oh my God, even if like five people listen to this, I'm proud of it. I'm I'm proud of what it is. You know, I mean, not in an egotistical way, but proud of the whole product of of the way that you cut it together, uh, and the the contribution that I made. And and I want to take a moment to on record and damn you if you edit this out, Chris Moffat. Oh, geez, um, geez. But folks, if if you are one of our listeners, and we do we do, I'm really proud to say that we have people that we don't know that we've never met who listen to this Every week. on a weekly basis, yeah. and that means so much to us. Um, and I hope that if that's you, that like, if if even a small way it, you've enjoyed it in what has undoubtedly been uh, a difficult year for us all, then that's that's mind blowing. Um, but the thing is with this podcast, the idea was for Chris, was came from Chris to do this. The name came from Chris. Um, the ginger hair did not come from Chris, but he's uh, the, the hair has been corrected on, on the artwork. Um, all the editing, all the cutting, and everything came from Chris. The jingles came from my wife. Like I've done very little apart from show up and talk. So when you, the way I liken to it is, is this: you know, when Bruce and Conrad do their hugely successful podcast, apparently that's the way that you con. Uh, Bruce just his contribution is, is his wisdom, and Conrad does all of all of the work. And so it's like that, except I don't have the wisdom, you know, and I'm not well, like the VIP. Credit, don't and, have any wisdom. But my point is that uh, all the hard work for this podcast has come from Chris, and Chris cut together an episode when I couldn't record one uh, back when I was moving at the end of the summer, just there. So um, I want to say to you, Chris, a huge thank you for this because I, I alluded to it in my Christmas card, which you you read on on the show today, and uh, you know I think I would have been a very kind of lost, especially during the height of lockdown, without having this to look forward to. Uh, and and I think the one thing that I forgot to say on that card, on top of thanking you for your friendship and for being such a kind person, uh, and for the podcast, is all the work that you put into the podcast, all the editing that you do, and that you've been so consistent with it, despite the fact that you are back at work, you have a family, you have a life, you have friends, you have other things that you want to do, uh, but you still devote time to this and. Uh, from the bottom of my heart, thank you very much, and I genuinely. Uh, mean it when I say that I'm, I'm I'm so excited for society reopening because I think that gives us more possibilities as podcasts because we can make more wrestling memories together yeah. and then talk about them and that excites me totally well thank you for that um the reason that I I'm, I stay so consistent with it as well is because I enjoy it you know what I mean it's not it's it's not a chore it's something that I really look forward to doing um it's a hobby. I've always wanted like a weekly wrestling podcast, so now we're doing it, and it's like it's the best possible way it can be, you know. We just need to get some more listeners, and we'll do that in twenty twenty one, because I feel like we're. I don't want to say we're brilliant and all that sort of stuff, but I think it's a podcast that a lot of people can relate to. You know what I mean? So yeah. I hope that um, we can maybe grow our listenership a wee bit in the new year. Um, I'm looking through the episodes here and trying to pick a favorite one. I don't have a favorite one. I love the Heyman episode. I love the Q and A one we did, and where we answered oh, yeah. all the questions. I love the one where, uh, let's see, when we sang all the wrestling theme songs, we read the, the lyrics out. That was funny. Um, yeah, just everything. The, the wrestling checklist was fun. There's so much. Although your story about meeting Bailey was good. Um, I mean, Scottish Otis. Where do you start with that? <laughs> uh, wrestling figure episodes, a great one. 
yeah, like I don't know. I just I love them all, and they're all different in their own way, which is good. We're lucky enough to have the listeners who have like left wee reviews on iTunes for us and have messaged us privately and that sort of thing. But we'll do more about all this sappiness and put ourselves over it next week when we look back and we say what we are thankful for in wrestling for the year of 2020. So tune in then. Thank you for listening to our Christmas special. I know it wasn't particularly festive for you. It was very, it was very festive for us because we got gifts. Um, yeah. So thank you for my gifts. Thank you very much. That's that's the best. And uh, hopefully people enjoy the video in this episode. We can get lovely feedback on this too. And we'll be back next week for another installment with our New Year special of the rest yeah. of the connection. So I hope everyone's doing well. We hope everybody has a lovely Christmas if you're celebrating yeah, have it. A, have a great Christmas, everyone. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to us. Enjoy it. We'll see you before the year is out. Thanks so much. Take care of yourselves, everybody. And we'll see you all next time. <laughs>